Hello, everyone. I'm Matthew Friedman, Matt F. The Oracle. Welcome to the Betting Pros Podcast, brought to you by BetMGM, where you can get a risk-free bet of up to $1,000 when you use the highly original promo code BETTINGPROS with your first deposit. Here with me for a special episode, breaking down the Week 15 Saturday slate, is Pat Fitzmorris. Fitz, we are at that magical point in the season where the NFL starts playing games on Saturday. It's like a Thanksgiving Day slate, except without all the turkey and the pie. I don't, maybe there's pie, uh, you know, if, if you're just feeling a little you know a little lucky but uh no turkey there and uh and then next saturday uh christmas eve it's basically an nfl sunday with a full schedule of games and then on christmas day we get another three game slate so it's starting to you know feel a little bit like the nfl playoffs with all of these smaller island game slates i think that's sort of what the nfl is doing like they're getting you primed just to sit there all day watching three games back to back to back and uh you know so i'm looking forward to it so the nfl playoffs you can start to see them on the horizon it's starting to feel like the playoffs we've got the fantasy playoffs going right now it's just a great time of year how's it going it's going well and uh yeah these saturday games friedman it's a a get out of jail free card for me especially since (laughs) i work at betting pros and fantasy pros because you know my wife uh maybe wanting to do christmas shopping or, or go to ikea or something like that Sorry, hon. Uh, they're games on. I, I can't go anywhere. I've got to sit here and watch football all day. So um, thank you, NFL, for this early Christmas present. Yeah, it's just it's part of the job. It's it's a pain. You would rather be spending time with the family. But no, you, you've just got to be chained to the couch all day. Exactly. Yeah, it's a sacrifice, but I'm willing to do my part. And rather than, you know, being in a long line at Ikea. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll take this. The inert Saturday on the couch, watching football in the snow. Perfect. Yeah. I mean, I got to say, though, I, it's not as if uh, I'm going to complain about having uh, extra football, but, you know, they, they could have picked three better games. But, you know, th- anyway, and we'll, we'll get into it here. The first of these games, the Colts at the Vikings. Right now, this number is fluctuating between four, four and a half in the market. It is four right now at BetMGM. Reminder, get that risk-free bet of up to $1,000 with the highly original promo code BETTINGPROS with your first deposit. Uh, The over-under is at 48 and a half. Uh, It opened lower and has been bet up. Uh, Fitz, do you have any thoughts on this game here? I do. Um, So I grabbed the Vikings at four and, you know, I I cannot be accused of having had too much respect for the Vikings. I don't think on our shows this year. I mean, I've I've kind of pointed out that uh, they were pretty fraudulent. And uh, what else can you, what other word can you use to describe a team that's 10 and three and has been outscored by a point on the season, 313 to 312. Um, And the Vikings are, are 21st in overall DVOA. And, you know, like I, there was some confusion, I think last week with, wait, why are the the Lions favored over the Vikings with the Vikings record, only two losses or whatever? And, you know, we saw the answer to that with uh, the Vikings dropping that one. But I think the Colts are maybe getting a little bit too much respect here. Um, You know, when Jeff Saturday came in as head coach, they had that 25-20 road win over the Raiders. Uh, I think that was a a big surprise to everyone. But since then, the Colts have gone 0-3 and they haven't scored more than 19 points in any of those games. Um, yeah, the Vikings have been lucky, but you know, the Colts are 31st in overall DVOA dead last in offensive DVOA and the Colts, as you have pointed out on these shows, uh, or excuse me, the Vikings 
do have a legitimate home field advantage. Like Minnesota is a tough place to play. So they also have a lot more incentive to win this game than the Colts do. Colts aren't really playing for anything. The Vikings continue to jockey for playoff position. And uh, the Vikings are expecting two of their offensive linemen back, Christian Derrissaw and uh, Garrett Bradbury. They need those guys. Um, Their offense is not going to be as good with those guys out. Um, and Kenny Moore didn't practice for the Colts on Tuesday. That would be a big loss for them. So, yeah, I want to lock the the Vikings in at four before this line goes any higher. And I kind of like the under here a little bit, too. Yeah, so this has been bet up, and I have it projected at 48. It's 48 and a half. I don't have a, a position on this game yet, but if I were to bet it, the under is probably what I would be doing. This is like, it's a weather weekend. Like a lot of unders in games that are being played outdoors were uh, were bet down earlier in the week. And a lot of the overs in games that are indoors were bet up. Uh, but I just kind of don't, I don't see it so much with the over here in this situation. It, it probably opened too low. And again, I said, I, you know, I have it projected at 48. So I agree with the upward movement, but 48 and a half. And I could see it going beyond that number. I think it's going to get a little, a little too rich because the Colts, they are, they're competent defensively. Uh, and they're relatively healthy with the exception of Kenny Moore. Uh, they're relatively healthy on defense. Uh, and then on offense, I'm not really expecting them to be able to put up a lot of points. Uh, the, I mean, okay, the Vikings defense, it's bad. Like, it's, it is not good. That said, do you expect Matt Ryan to be driving the Colts consistently down the field and putting them in position to score touchdowns instead of settle for field goals? Like, I don't. So if I'm betting this, the under is the way that I'm leaning. And I have to say, looking at the, the spread here, uh, I, I feel uh, really conflicted in that I have it at three and a half. And so I'm showing some value on the Colts, but the difference between three and a half, four, four and a half, isn't that significant if we're above the key number of three. Uh, and I definitely don't want to be betting on the Colts. Like I don't really want to be betting on the Vikings because uh, I think they're a little bit of a paper tiger, but I definitely don't have any faith in the Colts here. So this is probably a stay away for me. If I take a position, I do imagine it will be the under. Yeah, that I, that's fair. I mean, this is it is really tough to peg the Vikings. I mean, they played in so many one score games like they are just uh, destined to be this cardiac team all season. And, um, you know, having to having to lay that many points, even if it's against kind of a, a bad team. Um, with this Vikings team that has a knack for these high drama finishes, uh, it, it takes it takes some guts to have to do it, but uh, you know I I think I'm going to do it though just because I don't have much faith in the Colts. Yeah, and to your point about uh, the return of Christian Darrisaw, the return of center Garrett Bradbury, uh, looks like safety Harrison Smith. If I had to bet, I would bet that he you know returning from a neck injury does play in this game. Uh, and then also Cameron Dantzler, who returned to action last week. Uh, he's you know uh, he has an illness, but like I'm expecting he's going to be playing. So. Uh, the Vikings are also pretty healthy, and there's a chance that I kind of downgraded them too much over the past two to three weeks without Christian Darrisaw. 
and the return of Darisaw to the offensive line, you know, one of the best left tackles in football this year, uh, there's a chance that I'm not accounting for that as much as I should. And so I'm, you know, not as much on the Vikings as I should be. So that's, that's something I kind of have to keep in mind as I'm looking at my projections and numbers here. Uh, okay. So that is the early game that we have on the Saturday slate. Uh, and that is 1 PM Eastern at 4:30 PM Eastern. We've got the Ravens, on the road playing the Browns. And I bet this at minus two and a half logged it in the betting pros app. Here comes the plug, the betting pros app where you can sync up with sports books. You can get free betting advice and picks and track different experts and your own bets. And you can set alerts. We monitor all the major sports books. So when one of them has a line move that hits a threshold you've set, you get an alert that tells you where to make the bet at uh, the book that provides the most value based on your threshold. So download the app today in the Apple or Google Play Store. All right, Fitz, this number is Cleveland minus three, uh, minus two and a half at some books, minus two and a half right now at BetMGM, minus three uh, at DraftKings and Caesars. So, you know, moving between minus two and a half and the key number of three, and then the over under here is 37. Uh, You know, now obviously... Some of that is Lamar Jackson. Some of it might be uh, elements, uh, but, uh, you know, and divisional game being played in December, you know, that's the type of spot where the line is just naturally going to sink. But 37, that is a low number. Do you have any thoughts on this game? Yeah, um, the total does seem awfully low, especially since the Browns defense is not very good. But we don't know what we're going to get a quarterback for the Ravens. We can be pretty sure we're not going to get Lamar Jackson. Yeah. The question is, do we get Tyler Huntley or is it third stringer Anthony Brown? Um, and, you know, the Ravens Friedman has kind of in a way become like the Vikings. I mean, they're winning all these close games. They've quietly won six of their last seven. And uh, four of those six have been one score wins. And the one loss was a one point loss to the Jaguars in week 12. So, yeah, they're playing these tight games and, and with a very, you know, getting points with them. I mean, I would almost the inclination is to bet the Ravens, you know, and I, I have a lot of respect for the Ravens. They're usually a pretty good value team, or at least they have been in the John Harbaugh era. But you know, the earlier meeting between these two teams, uh, the Ravens beat the Browns 23 to 20 in week seven, but the Browns actually outgained the Ravens 336 yards to 254 yards, uh, but Cleveland committed three turnovers, kind of shot themselves in the foot a little bit. Um, weird, weird game for the Ravens. Like they only threw 16 passes. Lamar only had 120 passing yards. Um, so I don't know if we can read a lot into that. I'm kind of just staying away from this game right now because of the quarterback ambiguity for the Ravens. Yeah. Um, I hear that. I am, uh, as I mentioned earlier, I am on the Browns in this spot, uh, bet it at two and a half. And, um, as you mentioned, no Lamar, uh, Tyler Huntley in the concussion protocol, uh, there's a possibility that he plays, he has practiced on a limited basis, but practicing, limitedly is what we tend to see for guys in the concussion protocol. And still it's not uncommon for those guys not to play the week after they have suffered a concussion. So there's really uh, no correlation. Like, in fact, as part of the protocol, guys need to return to practice. And that still doesn't mean that they're going to clear the protocol 
in time to play the next week. And because it's a shortened week, uh, I, I think that is pretty significant with six days to recover instead of seven. So I think it's unlikely we see Huntley. And so this is partly a bet on uh, Huntley's status uh, and partly a bet on Deshaun Watson potentially improving. Like I, I don't see him playing worse than what we've seen out of out of him the past couple of weeks and maybe he gets a little bit better uh and you know we are seeing a situation where the browns outside of amari cooper who still played last week but outside of amari cooper uh they're pretty healthy uh you know jadavian Clowney and miles garrett they sat out practice but it was just you know listed as rest uh you know like maintenance uh amari cooper dealing with the hip injury but you know he rested they listed it as rest uh, rest slash hip and not like hip. So, you know, I think they are going to be healthy and uh, going against a, a Ravens team that is, you know, at the quarterback position, especially pretty decimated. Um, I think there's, there's some value here. And if Huntley plays, I think this number settles at, you know, close to two and a half where it is now, maybe it drops down to one and a half, but if Huntley is out, Based on you know what we saw out of Anthony Brown, I think this number moves through the key number of three. You know, I think it gets to three and a half, maybe a little bit beyond that. Um, because as much as great as the difference is from Lamar to Huntley, which I have that at like four, four and a half points. Huntley, we've at least seen him. Like he has been a a competent backup quarterback in the NFL. He's had, you know, at this point, multiple seasons within that Raven system with Anthony Brown. Like this is someone who's confused for like the cornerback on the Cowboys, you know, like it's, it's not as if like he's a third stringer that you plug in and all of a sudden he looks like Brock Purdy. Like he looks like a guy who is a third string quarterback uh, who is lucky to be in the league. So I think there's a significant difference from Huntley and Brown, and I'm basically betting we see Brown. Yeah, um, if if that is the call, this is a good time to grab it. Like get on it now before the line uh, moves based on you know that that news. If if you're anticipating that, and I think you're right, making the point about the shorter week and the concussion protocol, and uh, you know the the reduced odds of Huntley being able to clear it. Yeah, grab that line now because it's going to move the other way if, uh, you know, we get word that it's going to be Anthony Brown. Yeah, and and the Ravens, it's not as if this is a massive thing, but, you know, this is their their third game out of the past four games on the road. So it's not like it's a great spot for them uh, in general. Okay, final game here. Dolphins at Bills. And this game is 8-15. PM Eastern. So, you know, your perfect primetime spot, Josh Allen against Tua Tagovailoa. Uh, you know, if this game were be playing, if this game were being played uh in Miami, you know, this this number of 42 as the total, I, I'm not gonna say it would be like 10 points higher, but it like there it would there would be a much better chance of it finishing at 52 than at 42. Uh so you know, definitely a weather impacted line that we are seeing here. And the Bills seven and a half point favorites uh across the board here uh really uh although i will say DraftKings, there is seven minus 120 so if you are if you are interested in the bills that is probably the spot to bot to bet it just based on the value right now but uh fits what are your thoughts on this game 
So my strategy in this game, Friedman, is going to be to wait until the last minute, and then I'm going to bet the over in this game. Because <laughs> yeah. I think right now my total on this is 43 and a half. It's at 42, and I think it's going to go lower because uh, we are going to get a setting that puts us in a festive holiday mood when we see the snow flying in Buffalo. They're supposed to get a couple of inches on Saturday, and they're going to show those uh, live shots from Buffalo of the snow and uh, people are going to start hitting the under. And I think the line's going to move down another half point, full point and uh, go even lower. But you know what? I mean, like you and I, Friedman, we work in fantasy sports and betting and we know that fantasy players and bettors overreact to weather. It's what they do. And like, if there's not a high wind and, and the winds are supposed to be like 10 to 15 miles an hour for this, um, it's not going to have a big impact. Like snow does not really bring down offense unless it is piling up like inches deep during the game. You know, if you get blizzard conditions, that's one thing. That's not what we're going to be getting for this game. So um, it's going to be enough to make people overreact and push that line down. And then I'm going to take the over. Um, I, I guess the only thing that makes me nervous about playing the over here and also the reason why if I was going to take a side, I could not bet the Dolphins so we've seen Tua now play two pretty bad games. I don't know. I mean, I guess he wasn't awful in the game at San Francisco. He was pretty awful in the game against the Chargers. Um, and now, you know, Teron Armstead, uh, their offensive tackle, played. He's been playing with a pectoral injury and I think maybe also an ankle injury too. But he didn't practice on Tuesday. Man, if he doesn't play... Uh, I'm not feeling good about the Dolphins at all on offense. Where are you at with Tua Friedman? Do you think this is just a hiccup in his season, or do you think the uh, clock has struck 12 and his carriage has turned into a pumpkin? I think it's a little bit between those two. I think it's it's more than a hiccup, um, but I I don't think you know this spells uh, death for for the Dolphins. But it is a tough matchup. It is their third game in a row on the road. You know the first two. West Coast, so they had to stay out there, and then now traveling back in Tua at home in in that perfect. It's not a dome, but it's a a perfect environment for him. Tua in the cold, that does give me a little bit of concern. He hasn't been good on the road, just you know, throughout his career, you know, and a lot of quarterbacks exhibit home road splits, but it tends to be more based on kind of dome environments and things like that. But you know, Tua on the road has not been good. And we saw it, as you mentioned, uh, these past two games. And, you know, some of it was going against defenses that were a little bit tougher. Certainly that was the case with the 49ers. Um, but, you know, the Chargers also played them pretty tough, uh, you know, kind of surprisingly, given all the injuries that they had on defense. And then now, you know, the Bills, they're starting to get healthier on defense. Um, and I would expect that we do see uh, Teron Armstead playing in this game. Uh, you know, the typical trend has been for him not to practice the first practice, uh, to have a limited session, the second practice, and then limited or full in the third practice. Um, but yeah, he's dealing with a toe injury, a knee injury, and the pec injury. Like, he, even when he's out there, he's not healthy. And right tackle Austin Jackson is on IR. Uh, and I mean, we are going to see uh, Tyreek Hill play. Like he got in a limited session in the first practice. So I am fully expecting him to play, but he might not be his full self. And man, I, I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm skeptical, 
that we see like the full version of the Miami offense. And also going along with that, we have not seen ever since uh, Josh Allen injured his elbow, but really even a little bit before that, we have not seen Josh Allen playing at like the 2000. 2021 version of Josh Allen type of level. If you look at his adjusted yards per attempt since I believe the week seven bye, he is basically the early career version of Josh Allen. Like 6.2 adjusted yards per attempt since the week seven bye. That is the exact same mark that he had in his first two years in the league. And like that's not to say that like he's regressed to that version of Josh Allen. Like he's still obviously a great quarterback can win in a variety of ways. He's doing more with his legs now than he was earlier in the year. But like, I don't think we see the bills full offense the way that we saw earlier in the year. And so like, I agree with a lot of the, like the strategy of how to play this total. If you are on the over, I think it's smart to wait. It's the primetime spot. Everyone's going to be watching it. Tons of snow. I can, I can definitely see it. But it just it feels like a spot where we have two offenses in a divisional matchup and cold weather and two offenses that aren't playing at their best. I don't know. I could just I could see like I've projected a 41.8. So I'm right near the market a little bit towards the under. I would probably not be betting this. And on the spread, I have projected exactly seven and a half. So this is probably a game that I am not taking any uh, any side on, any position on. Uh, just enjoy what I hope would be a, a good game of football. Yeah, that's fair. And I'm definitely not inclined to take either side here. But um, yeah, that, that over is going to be irresistible, though, when uh, I see that number go down in real time. Yeah, I, I, mean, I can, I can, I can see it. I can see it. And I mean, let's let's think a little bit about the seven and a half here. I am imagining that. Who do you think is betting, like the the public, the quote unquote public? Which side of this game do you think they're on? I would the imagine bit? that they are on the Dolphins here. You think so? Yeah, because of the seven and a half. Yeah, I mean, there's that number, but I also think it's Buffalo at home in the snow. Who's going to okay. want to go against them? You know, people, okay. they're going to, yeah. they're going to, not only do we get the snow uh, shots from Buffalo, Friedman, we're going to see people being put through tables and parking lots, drinking heavily before the game. Uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo atmosphere. I, I, and, just I don't know, man. The the way the uh, it seems like the Bills get a lot of respect from the public, and I tend to think people are not going to want to back a warm weather team going into Buffalo, playing in the snow and the cold in December. Okay. Yeah, you might be right there. Okay, so you know I I mentioned earlier how we've got the uh, line alerts that you can set in the betting pros app. So let's say that you fit savvy better that you are. You're you're betting numbers, not teams. What would be the line that you would need to set in the betting pros app to get an alert to say like, okay, now I'm ready to bet on one of these teams one way or the other, what would it be for the dolphins? And what would it be for the bills to where it's like, okay, this is basically an auto bet. Now I'm seeing value on this team. Yeah. I mean, if this got to eight and a half, I don't think it will. I'd, I'd snatch the dolphins at eight and a half, I mm-hmm. think. And uh, you know, probably six and a half for me yeah. to take Buffalo. Yeah, if, if it got below six and a half, definitely yep. would be betting it. And really, 
seven, that seven minus one twenty at DraftKings right now, that is even uh, something that I think is is possible. I don't see this getting below seven, and uh, you know, I think you're right. It probably doesn't get to eight and a half either. It probably sits at seven and a half all the way to kickoff. I think so too. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Fitz, what are you working on right now at Betting Pros and Fantasy Pros? Oh, working on the tiers article for fantasy pros, uh, you know, taking my rankings, tiering them to help people with their tough start sit decisions in this the first week of the fantasy playoffs. And, uh, you know, I'll be fine tuning projections for betting pros uh, all the way in the run up to the games as we get more injury information, other little nuggets of info weather info if it applies yep. um so yeah plenty to plenty to keep me busy um before this saturday smorgasbord of football where i will not be at ikea and not running <laughs> shopping errands with my wife yeah and you've also got the uh the props article coming out right oh yeah uh player props and uh you yep. know actually been running pretty hot lately 15 and five in the last three weeks all right so, very, uh, very nice that's better yes. than what uh, i experienced last week on the uh the sides and totals front but uh we, we won't talk about that we're going to bury that football in the snow-covered backyard uh all right he's pat fitzmorris uh i'm matthew friedman matt f the oracle check out betting pros and fantasy pros for all of my work best bets player props fantasy favorites player projections and rankings and more if you like the show please rate and review on your favorite podcast app that's going to do it for this special week 15 Saturday slate edition of the betting pros pod. Thanks for tuning in. Good luck and see you next episode.